And hello, and welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. We talk about improving your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about creating good content. Yes, content. It doesn't matter whether or not you are using text or video or podcast. I'm going to go over seven tips that you need to know to create content that gets likes, comments, and shares. Coming to you after this short break. I think one of the biggest struggles for all of us who are trying to build an online presence, whether or not they're using Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, whatever, it's building that audience, building that momentum. And before I even begin, I just have a couple of caveats. I have not accumulated millions of followers and I don't have like celebrities reposting what I have to say. But what I do have are people like you who are listening that really value what I have to say. And the way that comes about is through good content. And so let me explain what I'm talking about. Content doesn't have to necessarily be like a podcast like this. It could be in the form of a graphic or a, a blog article or simple infographic, something that visually explains key concepts. So what I have to offer for you is seven tips that you need to know to create good content. Because look, here's the thing. If people don't get value from what you have to offer, odds are they're not going to share it. And if they're not going to share it, odds are you can't grow your audience. And if you can't grow your audience, you can't get paid. I mean, I, I don't really know any other way to kind of break it down, but to, just like this. Unfortunately, I would love to, unfortunately, I, I have, I can't say that, well, you can just like post and create anything you want and people will come. Well, well, part of it's true. You need to enjoy what you need to post, but more importantly, you need to get in tune on what good content looks like. So without further ado, let's get straight into this. So number one is to work on platforms that you enjoy. You know, I was just thinking about a conversation that I had yesterday with a client and she was like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to be on Facebook or I really kind of like Instagram and, but I know there's still people on Facebook. And I said, you know, you've already answered your question right here. Like, do you even want to be on Facebook? And she said, no. So why is it so important for you to work on platforms you enjoy? So it's a very simple concept is that when you're on platforms that you enjoy, you're usually tuned in into what's viral, what's trending, what what kind of content is in versus what content is stale or outgoing. Every time I go into a platform regularly, I get more in sync with that energy, especially with the energy that my ideal audience wants to read and consume. So I'm dialed into that. If you're kind of haphazardly on a platform that you don't like to be there, odds are you're not really engaged with what's going on on that platform. And as a consequence, you're not creating good content. So I'm not of the belief of you have to be everywhere 
all at once. I think you need to be somewhere that you enjoy, somewhere that you're at least finding yourself there at least 30 minutes, maybe a couple times a week. I am not one of those people who believe that you need to be stuck and drilled on your computer looking at Facebook or looking at your Instagram feed all day long and instantly reacting, reacting, that's something that you should outsource and hire someone to do once your platform becomes big enough where you have someone that can manage that. You don't have time for that, but you do want to be somewhere where you can find yourself leisurely enjoying yourself. I have um, become very dialed into the fact that I do not like certain uh, platforms. I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to dissuade you if you like that platform. But I'll just say that I personally, I'm in love with Pinterest and I love Twitter. Twitter is one of the best places where um, I enjoy spending time because I get my information easily. I enjoy that people, they can follow me. They don't. There's no friend request. If they don't like the content, they can quickly unfollow me. Like I, I like that platform way better. Um, and I'm more of an audio slash text, per, text person. I do more better um, that way. I'm not really a uh, woo-woo photos kind of person. So that's kind of why I don't do Instagram because I would just be confused as to what kind of photo to pose and the text that goes along with it. That's just too much for me. So that's why I'm on um, primarily, you can find me primarily on Instagram. I'm sorry, not Instagram. <laughs> find me primarily on Pinterest or Twitter. So you need to be where you need to be. Like just think about that for yourself first and foremost. Now, the second tip is to be engaged with your followers. Now, uh, and, I'm, and I'm thinking about Twitter uh, again as I say this. So it's not enough. And I think a lot of big people get mis, misinformation or people don't get the right idea when they see people with blue check marks and they have these huge followings and you don't really see a lot of engagement from them. They'll just post a couple of things or maybe they'll say things one or two, once or twice but that's not how you grow an audience. Like think about it this way. Imagine like when you like were a kid, right? And like you're in your parents' house, right? And imagine if like your parents ignored you all day. Like your parents would just like give you instructions and they just wouldn't say anything back to you. Like after a while you would get disengaged with them, right? Because it's like, what is the point of me occupying this space with you if you're not engaged with me? And then the same thing, the same sentiment goes with your business. Like if you want people to like, know, and trust you, but you're not engaging with them and validating what they have to say or commenting or engaging in conversations, odds are they're not going to really want to recommend you to others. They're not going to want you to kind of be around them like on the long term because it just feels like an echo chamber where they just kind of talk, talk, talk in a vacuum and they don't really care about uh, what you have to say. If you have any issues about like trying to engage in creating conversations, I highly recommend you to go on my website, denisegelee.com. I've got a link for creating uh, quality conversations. You'll find that there. But anyway, getting back to this conversation. So you have to be engaged. I I find myself um, engaging with a lot of the people who follow me, but sometimes I will go on their accounts and I will retreat something they'll say, or I'll, I'll, I'll comment on something that has nothing to do with me. And I, even though I'm not following them, they know that I'm popping in and I'm concerned about the issues that matter to them. 
And they'll take notice, trust me, trust and believe that as long as you keep providing useful information, that you're commenting, that you're valuing what they have to say, then um, that will help, again, create good content because you're, you're just springboarding on another idea that someone else mentioned. And I just wanted just to let you know, like, while we're talking about this, like, I don't care if you have an audience of five or audience of 500, like this concept still remains that you constantly have to keep engaging and commenting and sharing even the things that didn't come from you. That's basically part of the whole engagement strategy is that you're, you're, you're giving props or you're acknowledging good stuff that you saw some other people said, um, please, please do not steal. <laughs> Engage, when I say engagement, do not copy and paste what somebody else wrote or, or commented and uh, and don't give people credit. I, I, I don't believe in that at all. I believe in basically telling people, okay, I got this, this source, this content from this source, or I'll credit this person, or I'll comment that, yes, I love what you got from blah, blah, blah place, right? Do, I'm not in the I'm not of the mindset of people ripping stuff from other people. So please, please don't do that. Okay. Next up, video is king, but do not forget the power of graphic audio and text. Now, again, your power right is usually through how um, you can resonate with people the fastest and. For most people, it's through video, it's through audio, it's seeing the person, it's hearing the person. Like that is like the most superior and fastest way of growing an audience. But that's not the only way. That's not the only way. Like for example, like I, I love, I can do videos all day, every day, but look, sometimes it's not convenient. Sometimes it's not practical for a lot of reasons for me not to make a video. Like for example, you know, um, during this whole uh, coronavirus um, thing that we're going through, you know, my my son's uh, schooling was down and I couldn't really make a lot of videos because half the time my son was just running in the background screaming. You know, he's a toddler because that's what toddlers do. They just run around and scream and have a good time. And I I knew that the best thing that I could do was sit down, have a, like a half an hour moment and write an article or make an infographic on Canva, right? Or obviously creating this, this podcast that you're listening to right now. There are so many other ways to connect and build com- camaraderie, um, build a connection with your ideal client. So mix it up with a, an article, mix it up with an infographic, do a podcast, like whatever it is, always think to yourself, okay, what does my ideal client need to know right now? And how can I distill that in the best powerful way, right? Some for, for some of you, you guys will do awesome just making like articles. I know tons of girls, I shouldn't say girls, women. I know tons of women who are killing it. They're making six-figure salaries on their blogs, just their blogs alone. They have got their affiliate links and they're rocking and rolling with that. I know other uh, who are making great traction with their, their podcasts. Um, others are creating great graphics and um, or imageries and they're, and they're growing through their Instagram account. Like, I don't care what you do, but always think about like how it is, is the easiest way for your consumers um, or your audience rather to to consume the information. 
Okay, then let me bring to another point is about quality over quantity. So the whole game is quality over quantity. Now I know that for um, Facebook, they recommend, for example, that you post no, like about four or seven times a day, and they have the window time frame like from nine to eleven. And I'm sorry, not nine to eleven. Um, it's during the lunch break. Sorry, like eleven to two, and then when people come home, like four to ten, that kind of standpoint where they can check it during their lunch break or when they come home and they're eating dinner, they can just go online and see what what their friends are posting, whatever. I know Twitter, they also have that window time frame. But here, here's the thing, like take a step back away from all the posts, right? The posting. You can still grow your audience with one to two quality posts every day, right? On a schedule, I highly recommend that you get a scheduler. I know you can schedule things you with Buffer or Meet Egger. You can, you can look that up later. But the point I'm trying to make is that what's more important than just having stuff posted regularly is that the quality of your post meaning that take that time to edit your stuff for example check for your grammar check do the proofreading if you're if you have um, blog posts if you've got a, a image do a little do a little filter crop it up make make the um, image brighter if you need to adjust the colors you know do what you need to do to make sure that when you post your content, it looks great. It looks really great. Because here's the thing, you and I know that you know this already, but you've got a lot of competition out there. There's always someone who is, is coming onto the scene and they want your slice of the pie. So just taking that moment and just like setting some time aside and making your content look good will make all the difference. Trust and believe that, okay? Now, the next point is be sure to touch on pain and pleasure points. Now, here's a little psychology moment. People do not buy unless they feel motivated to do that. And usually it falls under two camps, whether or not they are seeking to avoid pain. And for a lot of you guys who do business to business, you're, you're, you're trying to help a client alleviate a, a frustration or a problem or lack of time or lack of income or lack of options. Or if you're a business to a consumer, meaning that you are um, helping your clients feel confident, feel more um, motivated, they feel more um, useful, they feel more productive, like whatever it is, you want to lean heavy on that. And if those trigger points, whether when I say going to pleasure or avoiding pain is used correctly, you will naturally get a, a following because people are like, oh, wow, you've got a solution, right? You've got, you've got the answers to what people need. I need to dial in. I need to know what like she has to say, right? I want you to start dialing into that. But here's a caveat. I don't want you to focus too much on the pain. Because I think a lot of, uh, especially for those of you guys who are service-based or you're a consultant or a coach, I, I've seen a lot of people, they talk about, well, this is why you're broke. 
This is why you're unproductive. This is why you're not a success. Like, think about when you were growing your business. Like, even if that was true, did you really want to hear that? Like, <laughs> like, did you really want to hear someone tell you that you're broke and this is why? Like, nobody wants to hear that, right? So you always, for the most part, want to stay, keep your message po- positive, positive rather. Keep it positive. Keep it focused on this. Now, imagine... Imagine like you are painting the picture of the island. There's a beautiful tropical island. So just flow with me on this. Your client is on like place A and they want to get to the beautiful island on B. How can you visually construct that via your content, right? How can you visually construct like what it means for them to attain that up? that success? Is it them holding your product and smiling and saying, finally, I'm able to be more happy? Is it, is it being able to just have them wear a dress, like showing them wear a dress and smiling on that date, that first date that they really wanted to have? Like whatever that is, like you know your audience better than I do, obviously, but whatever it is, I want you to really think about that. And I want you to really focus on how you can evoke that emotion. Okay. Next one is explain the transformation process. Now, this is more geared toward, again, service-based clients, but um, glean what you can, my um, product-based professionals here as I say this. So when people are looking online and they're searching for information, they want to have a clear idea that you are understanding about what it is to achieve those results like and I'll never forget like last year you know I I gained a lot of weight um I had pneumonia it was really scary time for me and I gained weight and I was just looking online for just kind of ways to motivate myself to exercise now albeit like I, I I still have a certification in personal training but I still myself suffer from time to time, like with just feeling motivation. And if you've had diminished lung capacity and you've just been kind of more or less bedridden, you don't feel motivated to do anything. And I remember just going on Pinterest and just looking and searching for like what, like I wasn't looking for women who were like had that washboard ass. I was just looking for inspiration for women who like, were a little flabby, to be honest with you. And I just wanted to see them move. And I wanted to see kind of them. I wanted to see those 30-day journeys. I wanted to see those 90-day transformations. I wanted to see how it was not instantaneous results. Because, I I mean, I think all of us have been so burnt out and so jaded by looking at people showing, oh, they got like they lost a whole bunch of weight overnight, right? We know that's not, the, or they drank this skinny tea and then all of a sudden like they dropped 20 pounds. Like people are tired of that. I want you to start, when you create your content, start creating realistic, really realistic things that people can get once they start working. Um, I think that will really set you apart from your competition because I think a lot of people are, are, are really burnt out. Um, about that, about about that kind of that that false expectation that if they just this will be their magic pill. Well, it can be if it's combined with blah 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 blah, right? If if you if you specify that. And lastly, is use eye popping headlines. So again, I just want to repeat this: that people are selfish and they're looking for solutions that will help them. 
And you want to get headlines that get people's attention. And these are things that will help them achieve their goals or eliminate their problems. And I, I personally, I think about some of the email messages that I've sent. And I remember like the emails open rates like that get the most open is when I'm very specific on a result that my client really needs. If it's just something generic like, oh, like my kid, um, you know, he played with bubbles, like nobody, like nobody's interested in that, right? But if they're, if you're dialing into what they really need, that is a game changer. So I want to kind of say some headlines that may kind definitely will get more eyeballs and more attention on your content. So here it goes. It's fear of online rejection. Here's how I fixed it. How I earned $20,000 this month. 10 steps to fill in the blank. 10 steps to confidence. 10 steps to uh, happiness. Um, top t- content coaches, sorry, top, top content business coaches recommend this marketing tip. Uh, my number one mistake and how you can avoid it too. How to f- solve your fill in the blank problem in 30 days or less or my three-step process to fill in the blank. So what I'm trying to say is like, Always make sure that when you're creating your content, you'll always lean in to say like, how how can I base, best illustrate like a solution that my clients really want and need and just dialing into that. I think that that's it. So I'm just going to go through the list real quick again is my seven tips for creating good content is A, um, work on the platforms that you enjoy um, B, uh, engage with your followers. Um, C, videos king, but also don't forget the power of graphic audio, uh, audio and text. D, it's all about quality over quantity. Um, e, be sure to touch on pain pleasure points. F, explain a transformation process. And lastly, G, <laughs> use eye-popping headlines. So I, please, I, I, I just... <laughs> letters instead of numbers but it's seven just trust me (laughs) anyway thank you so much for listening um i hope you had a lot of good insight i hope you were um taking some notes don't worry this is recorded so you can always go back and listen to it again um if you really really liked it please don't forget to um obviously subscribe to wherever you're listening to this podcast please forward this to someone else who you think could benefit from this and lastly get in touch with me send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com check out my website i've got tons of good resources that you would benefit from and or and send me a tweet i'm at Denise G. Lee at Twitter. Well, that is it. I know you can do this. I know that you can grow your business. It takes time. Be patient. Content is just one of many things that you need. But what really you need is a positive attitude. And with a positive attitude, you can do anything. Well, take care and be awesome.